Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor is re- really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing out your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. Today's episode, it's going to be a two-part episode. It's going to be focused on the Las Vegas Raiders and as well the Los Angeles Lakers as both teams were in action on Sunday uh just going to be talking about the you know the games overall just kind of giving you a little recap let you know overall what I ended up seeing from both games uh we're going to be starting off with the Raiders here then finishing off with the Lakers so that way we can end in a little bit of a happier note for those of you guys who are definitely disappointed about the Raiders game against the Chiefs um that game ended up finishing 48 to 9 Los Angeles Lakers ended up winning 106 to 94. So we'll just be breaking down both team, both games and talking about both teams and how their performances were for that game. Give you guys a little uh, preview for what's uh, looking ahead for both teams and everything as well. So guys, uh, just recording this here on December 13, 2021. Just want to wish you guys a happy Monday. Hope you guys all had a great weekend. Hope you guys had lots of things you're going to do. Hung out with the family, had some beers, whatever the case is. You know, just hope, hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Now, for those of you guys who are most likely maybe like family, friends, or you guys follow me on social media, you guys definitely saw that there was some um, really bad news. And for those of you guys who are uh, Latinos, most likely you guys ended up seeing this news that uh, Vicente Fernandez, um, the great mariachi singer, you know, ranchera uh, singer ended up passing away. Uh, yesterday, the December 12th, 2021. Uh, so just want to mention that for any of you guys maybe who missed it. I really don't know who who must have missed it, but whoever did miss that news, uh, definitely just want to go ahead and, and share that with you guys. And if you guys are fans, you know, just de- definitely want to let you know that my heart reaches out to all of you guys and uh, definitely prayers and everything go out to that family. You know, just um, definitely just an icon, an idol that in, in the music world. When it comes down to mariachi music, um, you know, for, and especially for anybody who's uh, who's Mexican, who's uh, Latino in general, you guys definitely know exactly what that uh, what that kind of means to to our culture, to our, you know, anyways. But, uh, you know, definitely just wanted to go in and bring out that message here, guys, and definitely just want to reach out to any of you guys and let you guys know that my heart goes out to all of you and to that family. But uh, we'll get right into it here, guys. Let's talk a little bit about sports. We'll get right into the game with the Raiders here. Unfortunately, it was a really bad day for the Raiders. It was uh, 48 to 9, the final score. Honestly, guys, it was just a bad game overall. I I really don't understand a lot of things that happened in that game. And I can tell you guys one thing right off the back. I really do think that this is going to open up for the, the offseason or maybe even the rest of the season to start going in the direction of we need things to ch- we, we really need things to change. You know, it's um, it's unfortunate to go in and say a couple of these things, you know, because uh, so I'm 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 a Raider fan. I'm a diehard Raider fan. I'm recording this wearing my hoodie. 
of the Raiders, you know, and I, I even even after a horrible loss like that, I don't give a damn. I'm gonna I'm gonna be wearing my my my, my Raider stuff proudly. I'm, I'm a Raider fan until I die. And when it comes down to it, guys, it's just the, these type of games are embarrassing. It is embarrassing, and it makes us that makes you not want to wear your your gear, your your Raiders attire, whatever the case is. And I really, I, I can understand you guys. I can definitely understand where you're coming from and everything. Because, damn, this is bad. Overall, guys, I really do think that Mark Davis is going to have to look at this overall team and, and just expect there to be changes. You know, regardless of it's going to come down to the coaching staff having to make changes of putting in players that are backups, you know, just to put them out there, you know, because it really it's really looking like the main guys are not getting the job done. They're not putting the effort out there when it comes down to it you know you have guys like Malcolm Kuntz who has only played for two weeks and he's recorded a sack in each one of the games now I know that's a small sample size and everything and all that but at least the dude is out there competing you know we put he's been out there two games and he's competing for those two games you know I was really looking forward to especially the way that Gus Bradley was talking about how he wanted the the defense to be you know, to come in spurts, you know, to have multiple lineups out there. I was expecting that, you know, and, and I get it. Injuries really put a pause on all that kind of stuff and all that. But still, it's not like you didn't have other guys to back up the, the main guys. You know, you could put other guys out there at least just to see what you got, especially with all the stuff that happened, especially with all the injuries that happened. Why not just put out a guy out there who's your backup to see what you got in the guy? Why redshirt so many people when... You're still trying to establish what this team is. You know, you're still trying to uh, figure out an identity for your team. So why go ahead and limit yourself from trying to figure out exactly what you got? But that's just me thinking about it. You know, again, I'm not paid to go ahead and do anything, but I really do think that at least moving forward for the remainder of this season, we definitely need to see other people out there, other players out there to see exactly what they got. You know, at least that's that that would be my that would be my understanding if I was part of the coaching staff is like, hey, we got a lot of young guys who are behind some of these guys who have been starting all year. Let's go ahead and see what they got. You know, because at the end of this season, I'm really thinking it's gonna be a big time overhaul. I really thinking that everybody for the remainder of the season is gonna be auditioning for their job next season. Because who I'm pretty sure I'm almost I'm almost 100 sure we're gonna get a new head coach. I really Rich Pasaccia is is a great special teams coach. Don't get me wrong, he's a great guy, but you understand why he's not a head coach in the league. You know, he there's certain things about being a head coach that you know it's not just necessarily trying to make sure that everybody's on the right page and this and that. You have a lot of motivation that you need to go and provide for the team. You have a lot of game management things that you need to worry about throughout the game. And, and and now that kind of stuff, it's only going to come with experience. But when the Raiders are really not in the best position to have a head coach that is looking to learn while on the job, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? The, the Raiders really do. Mark Davis and the Raiders really, really need to go in and look deep, deep, deep at all these head coaches. And it can't be a young dude, I think, at this point anymore. You really need to have a guy who's well-established in the league, you know, a guy who still can get the damn job done. One of the guys that has really came out, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how serious this, this is really, but I've heard the name Mike Tomlin thrown out so much. 
Now, I don't know what's going on with the Steelers. I don't know exactly the situation with them. But if Mike Tomlin is available and he actually wants to come to the Raiders, Mark Davis just needs to be knocking at his door. He really needs to just be like, dude, what what do you want? I don't give a damn what you want. I'll give you my house. So I don't give a damn. You know, <laughs> he really needs to find a way to get if, if Mike Tomlin is interested. He needs to find a way to get him to the Raiders. He needs to find a way to bring him here to Las Vegas. Speaking of Las Vegas here, guys, there's been a lot of talks about people talking about that the Raiders are going to be losing a lot of fans because of everything that's been going on, especially because at home, ever since we ever since they became the Las Vegas Raiders have not been great at home. The record, their record is five and ten at home here in Las Vegas ever since playing in the in Allegiant Stadium. Now, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you guys on this one. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard to go ahead and, and, and you know, e- explain, you know, this because a lot of people, a lot of Raider fans are thinking that, you know, Raiders are going to be losing their California, their Southern California fans, you know, when it comes down to it. And that may be true and everything and all that, but I really don't even think it needs to be like that. I think just overall the fan base in general, they need to be worried about. And, and if they're worried about a fan base, the locals here in Las Vegas, we get hyped up for the for our team you know because when it comes down to the golden knights i haven't been to a game myself but i have plenty of friends that have been to games and for the golden knights and it's one of the things that i've been wanting to go and do ever since they've been out here but the golden knights have been successful ever since ever since their first season they completed for the stanley cup championship they've been in the playoffs i believe every every damn season since they started and that that's pretty damn impressive for a team that's that's just getting started that's was trying to build a, some sort of, a, you know, to establish some sort of D- DNA, some sort of identity in the league. And they've done so, you know, they, they've already established that they're a team that's all about winning. That's, you know, it's, it's a Vegas thing. The winners stay here. The losers go home empty handed. That, that's, that's the Vegas way. You know, it's, it's, it's a Vegas kind of a thing, you know, when it comes down to the people who can't handle Vegas or the people who lose all their money and go home crying you know that's that's the mentality that the the, the the sports team should have you know the raiders should definitely have like a mentality of all right these guys come out here from who knows elsewhere they come in here we're gonna go we're gonna mess them up we're gonna go ahead and leave them home crying you know because they we they ended up getting their butts whooped or they, they ended up with an l at the end of the at, at the end of the day on sunday or monday or whatever the day is that they play now I don't know about you guys, but for those of you guys who are who live here in Vegas, for those of you guys who know what I'm talking about, Vegas has some really great fans, but you need to be winning. The Golden Knights are definitely one of the one of the biggest examples that I can give you guys. The Aces, the Las Vegas Aces, the WNBA team, they've been competing as well. They've been playing their asses off and they've been playing in the in the playoffs as well. Now Vegas has definitely embraced them as well as a big-time team. It's definitely important for the Raiders to, to change things around because they don't even need to worry about, you know, getting new fans. If they get the fans here in Vegas pumped up and, and ready for them, then that's going to be something great because I'll tell you one thing, guys. I'm a big-time Raider fan. I'm a die-hard Raider fan, and I still haven't been to Allegiant Stadium to watch a Raider game. I've been there to watch a UNLV game for other events and everything to even take a tour. But I haven't been there for a game. And I'll tell you exactly why. Because some of these tickets are a little outrageous. I've been wanting to go and go out there. But hey, 
even if I even if I want to spend, even if I can spend the money, what what kind of guarantee is it that I'm gonna have a good time? I don't want to spend my hard-earned money, that, you know, that I that I make every day, or the or the, the money that I make. I don't want to go in and spend that and possibly be super disappointed. Imagine this game was at home. Imagine for anybody who's been at at home, where for anybody who's been at Legion Stadium during the what the the, the Washington football team game, the uh, the Bears game, those were really tough. I, I, I those are some of the ones that are like, damn, you would. I don't know how people, how Raider fans must have been feeling at the end of those games, because it's it's not it's just not right. I don't know about you guys, but to me, it's it's just not right. <laughs> Now, speaking of winning, speaking of people, things going, kind of flipping things around, we'll talk here a little bit about the Lakers here, guys, but I'm just going to finish up a couple things with, with when it comes down to the Raiders. I am really thinking that things are going to be changing here moving forward. You know, those changes are definitely going to, I think it's all the way from coaching staff to your starting quarterback to any, any, any player. And it hurts me to say that Derek Carr can potentially be one of those players that needs to be moved because there's sometimes it seems like it's a lack of motivation, like because of the fact that he's not that kind of a player to get in someone's face or anything like that, to go ahead and really start to motivate people to really just, you know, get in someone's face, you know, maybe that might be the reason why he can't really motivate the other. I mean, maybe that's why like it has to be other players in order to do so, you know, but I mean, like you can't really you know blame a guy for because of because of his religious beliefs and beliefs about how to motivate people you know you really can't you know force someone to do something like that or anything like that but i i'm really thinking that it's going to be involving a whole lot of changes um you know maybe even later on this season maybe by next week we could expect you know a couple players that are normally play to actually be on the um on the bench you know and then vice versa now, speaking of bench and speaking of players <laughs> that have been on the bench, Anthony Davis missed out another game here with the Lakers going up against the Orlando Magic, where the Lakers did pick up a victory, picked it up 106-94. Uh, to uh, Great game by LeBron James when it, came, when it came down to it. He messed around, got a triple-double, for those of you guys who know that reference. Ended up with 30, 30 points. What was it? 11 rebounds, 10 assists. Dude was absolutely on fire. I don't, I don't even think he needed to get the, the triple-double, honestly, because at the end of the third quarter, we had a 20-point lead. Unfortunately, in the fourth quarter, they let him kind of come all the way back, and then LeBron had to come in and shut things down. You know, he... It was overall just a great game, you know, because it looked... Uh, because the Lakers ended up starting off from the very beginning just red hot. You know, they ended up playing really great. There was a lot of great moments. You know, it definitely helps out, especially when the Orlando Magic turn out turn over the ball, you know, so many times. Oh, speaking of turnovers. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of I kind of just forgot to mention a few things with the Raiders. You know, the five turnovers definitely messes up a lot of things when it comes down to it. Sorry to kind of jump back and forth here, guys. But there is a couple things that I did forget to mention with the Raiders. So the five turnovers definitely does not help out at all, guys, at all. And it, and especially because you started off, we started off the very, very first offensive play. Josh Jacobs runs, runs it up, and it's a fumble, and they run it all the way back for a touchdown. So you know, you kind of knew from the beginning it was a bad game. <laughs> but honestly, guys, that whole pregame meeting and, and the the field that the Raiders had, what the hell? What the hell? You don't do that. 
I don't you don't you don't do that. I don't know. And especially not to the Chiefs. The Chiefs have had the Raiders number. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not it's I don't I don't know. That wasn't smart. That was just not smart. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Was not smart. Was not smart in anyone's idea, you know? I get it, maybe you're trying to motivate people, but hey, if you need to do that to get motivated, damn, I don't know. You need to do something else. You need I don't know. You need to find some other some sort of way to motivate yourself, some other way. You know, if you need if you need to have motivation like that because you're you're playing against the, your rival the Chiefs and, and you know, you're fighting for a playoff spot, that's not motivation enough. You're playing in the damn NFL, that's not motivation enough. Come on. I don't know. Now, that's just me, guys, and sorry, those two little side notes, I definitely just wanted to include those. I thought those were big-time things when it came down to the game for the Raiders and the Chiefs. Again, 48-9, to just a really bad loss overall, guys. Um, but anyways, let's jump on back here to, to the Lakers. And so I was talking about the turnovers when it came down to the Lakers, uh, or when it came down to the Orlando Magic. Lakers were able to capitalize on those very, very easily. They were You got to see exactly what it looks like when the Lakers create some turnovers get some good defense you know to create those turnovers and then get off and running you know you got to see that a lot you know you got to see lebron i don't i don't know where this guy i don't know how this guy has done this the dude is in season 19 and did you see he got not one i believe it was a total of three chase down blocks three that's just amazing guys this guy still has the athleticism he's always had you know of course he's just gonna pick and choose when to go in and use it when to go in and actually you know when to actually actually exert that much energy in order to do so you know it it brings me back to a a kobe quote you know he talked about about this after it was it was uh, the game i believe they actually even showed a highlight i believe i even retweeted it but it's uh it's kobe bryant it's his like post game interview after he ended up dunking on Serge Ibaka when he was still on the the Hornets, I believe the Charlotte Hornets. So Kobe dunks on him, and then a post game interview he they ask him he's like, hey, you know how how, how did you feel about that dunk and this and that and blah blah blah. Kobe's Kobe's quote was, I only got so many of them left in me, so I have to pick and choose when he went when to you when to do so or when to you when when to do that. And it, and it puts a puts a little light on it because you get to notice that LeBron is not doing this throughout the whole season. He's not doing this every single game. You get to go ahead and see that he is really picking and choosing when he went to go ahead and exert that energy. And when he's doing so, he does not look like he's struggling to do so or anything like that. You know, this dude is still able to get pretty much his head, his head level with the rim. Same as he's been able to go to do pretty much his entire career. So you get to really see that maybe his, um, you know, his weight loss that he ended up having at the beginning of the season or over the off season definitely helps him out because now he doesn't have to go in and exert so much energy in order to get all that weight up there. You know, the dude's a big guy overall still, but you really get to go and see that he still has that athleticism at the end of this game. You know, if you guys haven't seen it, if you guys missed it, definitely go in and check it out. It was definitely one of my favorite games going to see of LeBron. You know, you get to see that the whole team was really just having a good time out there. Um, you know, a couple of mentions, you know, as well. Westbrook is really kind of, Russ is really looking like he is understanding that he does not have to, 
you know, he, or he's finding other ways to contribute to the team rather than his typical, you know, scoring or or playmaking and everything. You know, he's finding other ways to contribute. He's really applying himself in the, in the uh, defensive side as well when it comes down to it. So I definitely just want to go in and reach out or definitely just want to mention, you know, all, that I am that I have definitely seen Russ making all kinds of different improvements when it comes down to it, you know, playing playing a little harder on the defensive side, putting a little bit more emphasis on, you know, playmaking or or maybe even making that uh, that hockey assist. Um, I believe on the report on I believe on Spectrum's uh, a pregame interview, a pregame show that they did, you know, they even had meta on their meta world piece on their run our test. And he was talking about that he should be more content with that hockey assist, you know, because even though maybe that pass that he does is not going to lead to an assist or to the to the to the basket, maybe that pass is going to lead to that basket, you know, being going or maybe with that one extra pass, it's going to happen, you know, and he needs to be content with it. He needs to understand that his stats are not always going to be there, you know, but um, he could definitely contribute in a positive way to winning basketball. Now, even with that being said, the dude still ended up walking out with 19, 7, and 5. So, I mean, if you ask me, the dude's still able to get his damn numbers, even with another guy who's a big-time, uh, you know, usage guy in LeBron. And even with other guys that handle the ball like THT, where he's even even able to get his 17 points, Melo is able to get his 13 points. And you know Melo is the kind of guy where he can either spot up from three or he can, you can give him the ball in the mid in the mid post. And he can make things happen. Now, Melo absolutely, absolutely has been doing a great job, especially when, especially uh, when they're. At, when, well, I was, <laughs> I was just gonna say Staples, but now it's a what is it, a cryptocurrency or whatever, crypto.com or whatever the case is. But you know, you get to go ahead and see that Melo really, really strives when he when he has an open shooting lane, when he has an open, an open shot overall. You know, it is definitely going to be exciting to go and see the rest of the season. You get to kind of see overall that things are starting to gel together. Um, you're really just hoping that maybe whatever trade or whatever moves can happen for the Lakers, that it's not going to mess things up, or you're not kind of going two steps back after you're going a couple steps after you're going a step forward. But uh, overall, I'm really excited to go and see what's going to happen here moving forward. Uh, now, just a couple of things to go in and kind of preview when it comes down to the Lakers, when it comes down to, to the Raiders as well. Uh, Raiders got Cleveland coming up. I believe we're on a short seat on a short week as well, as if I'm not mistaken. I believe we're playing Thursday night. But um, when it comes down to it, the Raiders are playing up against uh, up against Cleveland. We'll go ahead and see exactly what that looks like. And Lakers are, I believe we actually got a day off. Uh, let me just go and just pull this up here. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, so we actually got a couple days off. Yeah, so we got Monday, Tuesday off, and then it looks like they're going to be playing. They're going to be traveling over to Dallas uh, to play uh, against the Mavericks. So definitely a big game to go ahead and go to go ahead and see. Going to be seeing Luka Doncic going up against the Lakers again for the first time, or not for the first time, but I believe for the first time for the season. So definitely excited to go ahead and see what that's going to look like, guys. Uh, we'll see what the what those outcomes are. We'll definitely expect a couple more podcasts when it comes down to it. I'll be previewing or maybe talking a little bit about those games uh, later on in the, in the week. If any news or anything like that comes up, definitely expect more podcasts. I'm hoping to be a little bit more consistent when it comes down to this, at least doing three a week. So definitely keep out, keep an eye out for those guys. But otherwise, I hope you guys had a great Monday or hope you guys have a great Monday, a great rest of your a great week. And yeah, um, until next time, guys. Peace.